Hello with CP Podcast listeners. This is your host, Julia. It is Wednesday, November 2nd. It's 4.41 p.m. Um, I'm sitting at home in gloomy Seattle, but the sun's peeking out a little bit today. And today I have a wonderful guest, Dr. Kiana Scott, with me here today. And we're going to be talking about the Washington Senate race between Tiffany Smiley and Patty Murray. Um, So, Kiana, would you please introduce yourself to our audience, give a little bit of background about yourself? Sure. Hi, Julia. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to return to the podcast. My name is Kiana Scott. I've worn a number of hats with CP over the years, Um, but most relevantly for this conversation, I join you as the Vice President Democrat of the National Women's Political Caucus of Washington, an organization that's dedicated to electing pro-choice women and non-binary candidates at all levels of office. We've proudly endorsed Senator Murray. And as someone who cares deeply about reproductive rights and about democracy. So I have a PhD in political communication. David Donkey was my advisor. I wrote my dissertation about the 2016 presidential election. Um, But I've also been a longtime fan of Senator Murray and have volunteered on her campaign. So I will give that disclosure up front. Great. Thank you so much for sharing that, Kiana. So um, I, we've heard a lot in the news about this race uh, between Smiley and Murray. So um, could you give a little bit background about each of these two candidates, starting with the incumbent, um, Patty Murray, please? Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's, it's hard to be a longtime Washingtonian and not know a little bit about Patty Murray or have had the chance to speak to her. Uh, she is a stalwart figure in our political sphere. She was first elected to political office in 1988 uh, when she was elected to the Washington State Senate and then was one of the women elected in 1992 to the U.S. Senate uh, in what was known as the Year of the Woman, the Year of the Women, because there were four women elected to the U.S. Senate at that point. Uh, she has run successfully four times for re-election and she's currently seeking her sixth term. Um, Senator Murray is a stalwart champion of children of families, of economic justice, of the environment, of democracy. She holds senior leadership positions across both the campaign mechanisms of the Democratic Party and in the U.S. Senate itself. She is the highest ranking woman ever to serve in the U.S. Senate, which we are very proud of. And she's Washington State's first female U.S. Senator. Uh, She was then joined by Senator Maria Cantwell and for a period of time served with uh, Governor Courtney Greg or Christine Gregoire, excuse me, uh, and they had a little triumvirate of of women in, in political power. So she's been a champion the whole time. She is known colloquially as Mom in Tennis Shoes. There was a very funny moment at the debate uh, between Smiley and Senator Murray just a couple of days ago in Spokane, and Tiffany Smiley said, "Patty Murray isn't just a Mom in Tennis Shoes anymore." And Patty Murray looked down at her feet, and sure enough, she was wearing tennis shoes. Um, that's in reference to a comment made by someone who didn't agree with her politically back when she was running, back before she was running for Washington State Senate, who said, we can't take her seriously. We don't need to listen to her. She's just a mom in tennis shoes. Patty Murray laced up those sneakers. She ran. She won. She's continued to win. I'm very hopeful that she'll win this time, um, but it will take a lot of work from all of us. In Tiffany Smiley, she has a real challenge, something that she hasn't seen in a while. Uh, And the National Republicans are paying a lot of attention. 
Tiffany Smiley is a um, 41-year-old from rural Washington. She's a nurse. She is the wife of a veteran. She is a mother. She is a caretaker. This is her first run for political office. She is a, she's running as a Republican. She came um, basically out of nowhere. She didn't have extensive public service experience or any public service experience prior to running for office, but the National Republicans have identified her and this race as an opportunity for them to pick up um, potentially a Senate seat and potentially control of the U.S. Senate. I don't need to tell you, Julia, and I certainly don't need to tell our audience how much of a disaster that would be. Uh, Tiffany Smiley opposes environmental movements. She opposes um, the, the work that we care about in terms of building a safe, effective, and um, well, well-run democracy. And she is a strong opponent of reproductive care. So she's unfortunately polling fairly well right now. Republicans have piled millions and millions of dollars into this race in a way that has not happened in Washington state in quite some time. So they're really hoping that this is a pickup opportunity for them. And it's up to us, it's up to the voters in Washington state to say, absolutely not. We need, we need Patty Murray back in the U.S. Senate. Right, absolutely. Thank you so much, Kiana. So yeah, it's for me as like, you know, a longtime resident of Washington State in Seattle um, in particular, it's very strange for me um, seeing the public support that Smiley is receiving in, you know, such a traditionally blue stronghold state, you know? Um, so for me, like, just like seeing television ads for Smiley on my local news channel or um, driving around in my neighborhood in West Seattle and seeing yard signs, um, uh, I also live by the University of Washington and right along um, Montlake by the the U university's gym, the IMA, um, I saw like three signs outside of there the other day, which is very, it's like very strange to see um, these like signs of support for Smiley in such a blue city, in such a blue state. So like, what do you think's happening here? Why is, why are people um, supporting Smiley? That's a great question. And I think there are a lot of factors that are going into this, but a big one is general apathy about the Democratic Party. And we are, we're seeing increased enthusiasm from Republicans at the chance of picking up this Senate seat and gaining a majority for Mitch McConnell, which is terrifying. Um, but we're also seeing, and this is historically quite common, some apathy from the party that holds the White House in midterm elections. Usually that party loses seats in both the House and the Senate at the midterms um, because it's really hard to hold power and to do so while keeping your favorability ratings up high. Joe Biden isn't succeeding at that as well as, as we would like to see. So there's an apathy gap right now and an, an enthusiasm gap. Democrats tend not to be as enthusiastic at midterms when the president in power is a Democrat. So there's a lot of energy on the Republican side, a lack of energy on the Democratic side. The good news there is that that's something we can change, that going out, talking to voters, talking to our neighbors, talking to our family, talking to our friends really does make a difference because this is a race where every vote is likely to count. Um, the other, the other, one of the other pieces happening here is that there is just a lot of money in this race. 
um, you referred to the ads you're seeing, the billboards, the yard signs. Republicans are pouring millions and millions and millions of dollars into this race in an effort to get Tiffany Smiley's name out there. I would go ahead and bet that there are not a lot of voters who live near the University of Washington who are actually Tiffany Smiley fans, that those are being staged by the campaign. But the fact that they're out there, that they're choosing to spend money, means that they have a lot of money to spend and they think that they can pick things up. So Patty Murray's been out on the campaign trail. She's been bringing in surrogates from across the Democratic Party. Vice President Kamala Harris was here recently. Um, Senator Elizabeth Warren was here just a week or so ago. So she's bringing champions out to speak on her behalf. But that also indicates that Democrats realize that this is this is getting a little too close for comfort. Yeah, absolutely. So how how close is this race exactly? So I've seen some articles say like, yeah, this race is super close. And some other articles that are saying, hmm, Patty Murray safe in our seat. Um, what's your read on the situation, Kiana? My read is that the only poll that matters is election day. Um, <laughs> with that being said, there are polls indicating that this race is quite close. Um, this could come down to one or two points, closer than any challenger that Patty Murray has seen since taking office as a member of the U.S. Senate. Um, what matters here is turnout. That's what it's all going to come down to, and turnout from across the state. This is a place where Washington is a state where we, we really have a strong, strong geographic divides on how people vote and their party alignment in many instances. So for those of us living in Seattle, we may think mm, everyone here is safe. We've got to just, you know, we're busy. There's lots going on. I forgot to turn my ballot in. No, not this year. Absolutely not. This is a race where every single vote is going to matter a lot. And what we can do here, um, I'm in Seattle just like you are, Julia. So for those of us in Seattle, we can make sure that even if we think our vote isn't going to make a huge difference, we are turning our ballots in by election day and then checking to make sure that they count, uh, that our, our signatures are verified, that everything goes smoothly. Absolutely. So, so something that's interesting about the Senate race is that you're right, it's a statewide race. Um, and I feel like the conception of a lot of your, you know, your typical voter in Seattle is that like, oh, I, I'm not, I forgot to vote. My vote doesn't matter. Like Seattle's a blue stronghold, but this is a statewide race. So really every ballot matters, even in Seattle. Yeah, absolutely. Every ballot matters a lot. And what we need to do in Seattle is run up the margins. So if we can provide her a strong cushion in Seattle, that can make up for some areas where support may be a little bit weaker, where there may be more enthusiasm for Tiffany Smiley and Republicans. Again, anything that makes Mitch McConnell happy makes me very unhappy. <laughs> I do not want to wake up on November 9th and, and know that Mitch McConnell is happy because of action that Washingtonians either did or did not take. Right, exactly. So so it's so interesting um, talking about, you mentioned earlier, an apathy from the Democrats. Um, so part of that apathy comes from, you know, we have President Joe Biden. Um, he's clearly blue he's clearly a democrat do you think it it comes from feeling comfortable feeling oh you know patty murray's been here for for many years now for many terms there's no way she's ever lose her seat um do you think some of that apathy comes from that just like com being comfortable with patty murray my bet is that that's a piece of it but that there are also a lot of folks who are watching national trends around the economy, 
national trends around inflation, national trends around gas prices, and making decisions that may benefit that they think may benefit them in the short term without thinking through the long term consequences. Uh, and that Patty Murray is one of the most powerful members of our government. Uh, she is out there doing incredible work is often behind the scenes. She is not the person who is out leading the charge. She is the person in the in the back room negotiating budget deals and negotiating um, proposals to keep the government open, to keep the government functioning, to keep to keep policies moving forward that impact families around Washington state and the country. So she's not the flashy person. That doesn't mean she's not working hard for us across the state every single day. She's been crisscrossing this state during this election, speaking to as many voters as possible. Uh, she's been in the east, she's been in the west, she's been out on the peninsula, she's been in the islands, she's been down south, out east, or in the southeast, everywhere. That's what it takes to run an effective race at this point, um, especially when you are seeing a lack of enthusiasm about the national party and about the president. Um, again, that's not uncommon in midterm elections, but it means that for those for those Democrats who are running for Senate, for the House of Representatives, they have to work a little bit harder to overcome that apathy against the central figure of the party, in this case, President Joe Biden. Right. Absolutely. So so how do we talk to if we're talking to our family members, if we're talking to our neighbors that are considering voting for Tiffany Smiley. Um, how do we talk to them? How do, how do we get them to vote for Patty Murray, especially as, as you said earlier, she's not like the flashiest politician ever. Mm -hmm. Right. She's in the back room versus like um, I know, like just from what I've seen in the news, I know Tiffany Smiley has been campaigning with her with her veteran husband um she's she's quite a flashy politician she's very young um she's a republican yeah and i think there's uh, there are a couple things to do right the first is to ask people what really matters to them what are the issues that they care about because there is a huge clear and critical difference between how these two uh, candidates approach policy Patty Murray, progressive champion who has decades of experience and expertise passing bills that benefit people, families, our environment, our world. Tiffany Smiley, none of that. She will be, if she is elected, which again, the goal is for this not to happen, she will not be an effective leader within Washington and she will not be advocating for the policies, certainly that you and I care about, Julia, and that I imagine our audience cares about a lot. But I would start there. Say, what are the things that you, my family member, really care about? Let's talk about why Patty Murray is a better choice. Um, she leads on all the issues. She leads on experience. She leads on the ability to get things done. And she is one of the most effective legislators um, that, our, that our Congress, both houses, has ever seen. So I would start there. And then I would remind people that legislative action isn't intended to be flashy. Uh, we are not electing someone who we want to go out and give barnstorming speeches every year. We want to elect someone who's going to make sure that our communities are safe, that our economy is strong, that our children have good schools, that our reproductive rights are protected and codified. 
we want someone who is going to ensure that the Supreme Court does not move even further to the right. I'll remind all of us that the Senate is the body that oversees who was appointed to the Supreme Court of the United States. That's been a problem for the last couple of years, right? We don't want to we don't want that to get any worse. So there's a lot at stake in this election and I would start there. Absolutely. Those are wonderful talking points. So thankfully, I haven't run into any personal family members or neighbors who are voting for Smiley, but I think it's good for some of our podcast listeners just to have those tools up their sleeves. Um, and Julia, the other thing I would add is that there are two ways to ensure that Tiffany Smiley is elected, and one of them is voting for her, and one of them is not voting at all. Mm. The only way we can ensure that Patty Murray is reelected to the U.S. Senate and that we elect leaders up and down the ballot um, who will work in, in support of our democracy and not against it is to proactively cast your ballot for those leaders. So what we hear a lot in Seattle is people just forgetting or you miss the deadline. Reach out to your friends, reach out to your family who may not be as politically engaged as you are, as our listeners may be. Make sure that not only are they voting for Patty Murray and for other Democrats and other progressive champions, but that they are turning in those ballots, that they have a plan, that they know that they need to either turn in a ballot to a mailbox before November 8th or to a ballot drop box by 8 p.m. on November 8th. Don't count on people turning a ballot into a mailbox on November 8th, which is election day next Tuesday. Uh, It may not be there in time. It needs to be postmarked that day. So a ballot drop box on November 8th is your best bet. Help those folks make a plan, follow up with them, figure out the five people you need to text to remind to vote. Maybe offer to go pick up their ballot with them or offer to vote with them. Find a way to make it fun, find a way to make it engaging. Offer to help answer any questions they may have but making sure that people do actively cast their ballots is really, really important here. Absolutely. Thank you for providing those very specific dates and times and ways for people to vote. Um, It seems like this year, too, that there's a lot of, like, more tools to help track your ballot as well, Mm -hmm. too. There's a ballot tracker. Is that correct? That is correct. I actually was able to take advantage of that earlier um, just this week. I cast my ballot last week, went to make sure that my ballot was counted, And in fact, it wasn't because my signature wasn't verified. So I called King County Elections, had a very nice three minute conversation with a staff member there. They helped me right away, said, here are the steps you need to take to make sure that your signature is counted and that your ballot is counted. Um, And I was able to fix it right away, but I would never have known to do that if I hadn't gone and checked that my ballot had in fact made it in. So I'm so glad you mentioned that. Exactly. Okay, I think think it's vote votewa.gov right is how you track your um that's correct and you can also google things like ballot tracker washington and it will pop right up yeah i've i turned in my ballot just two days ago at a dropbox at uw and i've been tracking it i just tracked it earlier today actually um okay but yeah, definitely. I think that making it fun, making voting fun is very important. The other night, um, so I live in a household with four, three other voters, four including myself. And the other night, I grabbed all of our ballots and I slammed them down on the family kitchen table. And I was like, it's time to vote. <laughs> um, and the four of us sat around the kitchen table reading about the candidates and their issues. And we have this wonderful voter guide here in Washington, too, which is very cool. Um and we voted and then we sent um our the the student in the family who still um goes to UW and we're like drop this off for all four of us (laughs) 
And it was done and easy just like that. Super fun. And we're making a difference. Voting is definitely definitely a team sport. It's a lot more fun when you get out there, when you get to do it with some other people, get to chat through different options, ask questions, turn it in together because this is, we are all working on behalf of the democracy, right? This isn't just to serve ourselves, it's to serve everyone. Exactly. And, And Washington voters, Seattle voters especially, like you have probably one of the best voting easiest and best voting systems in the United States. Please take advantage of it and cast your vote. Absolutely. Okay, well, thank you so much for joining us today on this episode to talk through the Smiley and Murray race. Kiana, and um, any last words for our listeners? I encourage you to get involved. Um, take this as your sign to go text or call or email five people, get involved in, in um, your local parties, but help turn out the vote. Every single vote will count this year. And we all know that the stakes are really, really high. So thank you for your energy around this. Thank you for your enthusiasm around this. And Julia, so nice to speak with you. Yeah, thank you so much. All right, with CP Podcast listeners, go out and vote. And I will see you in the next episode. Bye, everyone.